No talk, everybody. It's the two guinea hens. Buongiorno. Listen, we're not even, I don't even know what season, we're not going to go by seasons. This is absurd. <laughs> When's the last time we podcasted, Gab? Um, I, during the pandemic, which is still happening, three years later. <laughs> okay, okay. And we only did one, right? I think, uh, well, we did the post, I think we did the one post our vacation that broke our soul. Oh, right, right, right. We still, we're still coming back from a vacation from two years ago, guys. Yeah. It's been, um. Wow, gosh. But some of y'all have still been listening because I get notices that people are downloading. I, I don't know why, but hey, thanks. I, it, it does, uh, should I be nervous they're downloading them like keep for always? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you plan on running for president, maybe. Because I've definitely said the most messed up stuff. Although I think Trump lowered the bar so much for running for president. True. I don't think you have to worry. True. Because they really. did at one point say to me... Um, Remember, I, they wanted me to run, oh, and yeah. I was like, I can't run. I smoke pot, and I have bipolar. And they're like, no, that's why we want you to run after Not Trump. Not for president, y'all. Should, oh, I would never like be president. And it's medical marijuana, you know. Right, I right, mean, right. I'm the state is like, Gab, please. Yeah. Gab, you have to use right. this, or we're going to have to put you away. Mm-hmm. Governor Wolf called her personally and was like, Gab, it's true. I'm approving this for you. Not for them, for you. There was a holdup with my card. I needed a new card to start today. And um, it, long story short, it came through. And when I went to the dispensary, they were like, oh, we're so, we were also worried for you, Gab. We knew that card, like you were so worked up. And I was like, I know this is going to sound crazy and I don't want to be an angel lady. But when my mother was alive and I would be really manic, she'd be like, get upstairs and get high. And I just really <laughs> think she's the reason that the card got fast tracked through the state. And they're like, that's definitely why. That is why. Sure, sure, so sure. So they let me talk about angels at the dispensary. <laughs> This is a weird opener. Hey, we Merry Christmas. To, we wanted to say this was a, a partial Christmas present to our listeners. Yeah. Specifically, Jilly. Jilly, Merry Christmas. Catherine. Merry Christmas. Chrissy. Merry Christmas. And who else listens to us? Amanda. Amanda, yeah. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, I, I meant that early, that first Merry Christmas was a blanket Merry Christmas from me. Moira. Merry Moira. Christmas. Okay. Anyone. Okay. All of our listeners. Yeah. We, we're, thank you. And if you don't, and if we didn't name you, we're jerks. Right. And we had like a really cool fan Like she was a legit fan We didn't know her and you're like famous if you're still out there um scrap fan i think is your name like you but you love it abbott elementary we bonded over speechless yeah yeah, yeah. but you got to meet uh tariq from abbott elementary and you're my hero so if you're still out there listening hi hey hey, <laughs> hey girl hey All right, so this we have nothing prepared this no. is gonna be as surprising to us as it is to you so what do you want to talk about girl um, well, we went to the strip district to do our, our holiday shopping we like our, our mommy used to do, but different. But much different. Because we're not like hosting a party or anything. And we didn't have the Bank of Dad funding oh, it. No, Beanie so, wasn't handing us a so, tip cash. Yeah, right. So it was a little different. No, very different. Um, we, did run into, we didn't run into old high school friend. We purposely went into the store of a friend from high school. Um, so if you're in the strip district and you happen to like beef jerky... Please go to the Beef Jerky Outlet on 18th Street and support it. Yeah, and they have more than jerky. They have candy yeah. and t-shirts. Right, right, right. Yeah. And really, they, really nice, cute little place. And like different kind of beefs that you probably mm-hmm. didn't even know was beef. Ostrich, yeah, yeah. is that a beef? I don't know. Kangaroo, beef? John, John doesn't listen to, my husband doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say I got him two very uh, odd beef jerky flavors, so we'll see if he even likes them. Octopus. <laughs> Kangaroo, and I'm not joking. And what was the other one? Ostrich? Elk, maybe. Oh, maybe it was ostrich. I don't even remember. So, is Roadrunner an ostrich? No, Roadrunner's a Roadrunner. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't even take my medicine. Okay, okay, all right. <laughs> this is a deconstructed latte talking <laughs> oh, from Mediterra. Yeah, no, to Mediterra. This is no, not sponsored. It's a $60 breakfast. Jesus, and I hated my breakfast. I know, it wasn't even very good. Okay, this is not sponsored by Mediterra because I'm not going to say nice things in this, but I love Mediterra. We do love Go it. Go there, we do frequent love there if you're willing to drop $60 on breakfast. Uh, but my bacon was limp. Yeah. And I don't like gray-looking bacon. And I know ordering eggs over medium is being fussy is like, it i think so it's you either get the 
you know, over easy or over hard. Like over medium, I think is difficult for somebody to make eggs. Um, but if you can't do it, tell us. Right. Say like, we don't do that. You're either getting over easy or over hard. What do you want? Well, because I hate when I get a fried egg after I did not order fried eggs. <laughs> well, you're the server when then the server came over and was like, um, I have two hard, um, hard boiled or no, what would you say? Um, it wasn't over medium. She was, was like over, over hard, hard. Yeah. and and I we were like, well, over medium. She's like, yeah, whatever. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here you go. Yeah, you should know. We better. already got your money. So yeah. <laughs> shut. Stop talking. Just take eat the eggs. Eat the eggs. But if we're gonna be really honest with you guys. Well, we had appetizers. We did. We go and have breakfast dessert, but we usually have our breakfast dessert first. Uh, so we were already full by the time our actual food came. Tell them what you had. My God, I had this amazing piece of chocolate cake with a peppermint, like buttercream icing. Oh, it looked so good. It was I, amazing. I, I didn't eat butter. the whole thing. Like, that's how filling it was. So, and I got, they, guys. At Mediterra, they make homemade little Debbies. So normally they have zebra cakes, but for the holidays, they had the holiday tree cake. Yeah. So that's what I had. And I could only eat half of it because it was huge. It was jungus, yeah. Very filling. And we and, still had breakfast coming. And we still had breakfast coming. <laughs> and those lattes are no joke. Those lattes are no joke. To me, they're like my equivalent of like an upper because oh I'm still God, like, I know. I know. Talking in tongues. That's how I felt on Saturday at brunch. We took our friend Gina Chappie's birthday, so we all went to brunch at the Commoner, which is another great Pittsburgh place. Go, go visit it. Far more reasonable than Mediterra. Uh, yeah, actually. Um, and I was having, I asked the bartender for just, I just wanted coffee with some Frangelica in it. And he was like, hey, do you want me to make this special whipped cream I make? I was like, of course I do. <laughs> whipped cream? Yes, sign me up. So he took heavy cream, simple syrup, and Montenegro alcohol and whipped up this cream and put it on top of my coffee it was so good i had like three or four four of them which would be fine except four cups of coffee like within an hour my heart was like going into afib not really but it felt like it all the like every i couldn't have it because of the cream but everyone else had it and they were all like bah! like flying yeah. so anyway. yeah i've never had i don't think i physically could do a coffee alcoholic drink just because the coffee is already pushing a lot of acid yeah. into me I, i've got a real sensitive little tum tum yeah, John can't do warm alcohol drinks either. I made a hot buttered rum yesterday, and he was like, "I don't know how you do that." I'm like, "I don't know how you don't want it. It's so good." Well, I'm fascinated by hot toddies, mm -hmm. and you know that chamomile you got me, the vanilla honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, I just recently saw a YouTube video where they're like, "If you're gonna make a hot toddy, you have to use the vanilla honey." But I don't know what liquor you use. Hmm. Brandy, whiskey, brandy. I don't know. I, I don't like brandy. You want. I don't like brandy. I like whiskey. Yeah, maybe you could, you could use some whiskey. I'm sure. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I, I mean, it. there's no way to know. I have such a weird stomach, but then I can just drink whiskey over ice. So explain that to me. Like I can do with four roses. That's whiskey, right? Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. love four roses. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe it's just some sort of allergy to certain ingredients, but you've never done any testing to really find out what it is. So it's true. Guys, we're not going to go down this medical. Uh, no, because we could go far, could far go. down the rabbit hole. Ooh, and why? Why? It's no. our first episode back from two years. Yeah. We actually had a decent vacation last year, this past summer. We really did. Because we make up for last year's, but. Because we aimed small this mm -hmm. year. We weren't like, we did, we're like no ocean. Right. Lake. Lake. Lake life. No flight. Us. Drive. Not right. that we flew the last time. We went but. to Lake Chautauqua, New York. Lovely, Love lovely, lovely area. We want to buy property. We do. We're looking for property. It just the problem is neither of us can go live there full time to take care of the property. Right. So it's not real. It's a pipe dream, guys. Right. It's not really cost effective for either of us right no. now to pay for property managers, et cetera, et cetera. Like so. I'd probably have to go move there if we were to do this. Yeah, and, then I, 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 and then and well, then I want my sister living in New York that far away from me, right? I mean, I love Chautauqua. Summers would be lovely. Loved but it. winters mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it would be the shining. And yeah. I'd be Jack Torrance and Wendy. Right. And the little boy. Right. What's a little boy? And name? the lady in the bathtub. Oh, and the God. twins. And I'm definitely the twins. <laughs> and the bartender. <laughs> what is Gab doing alone in Chautauqua? Just recreating Just the shining. Recreating the shining, that's all. The mm -hmm. bartender is my favorite character. I always imagine that's dad. Hmm, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, move it on. Moving on, yeah. So uh, so we're we're in the we're in a holiday mode. We're trying. We're trying. We're, we're doing our best. Look, I think anyone who's like experienced grief during the holidays, has some mental health stuff during the holiday, you get that the holidays can't be happy slappy the whole time. Right. It can't be it's the most wonderful time of the year every day of the month. Right. That's you got a lot of pressure. You got to allow yourself to have bad days during the holidays. Yeah. So give yourself grace. Be kind to yourself. If you're not in the mood to do something, don't do it. 
And love like, yourself. Every job I've ever had in my life where December is like the slowest time of the year. My current job, December is our busiest time. And so I'm slammed at work, working late. I had to finish a class and take a final that was weighing heavily on me. And so like now that all of this is like kind of, you know, the final's over, work I've got sort of in a steady stream, I'm just exhausted. And there's six days till Christmas. Right. So I'm trying. You're doing, you're doing great. I did some baking. I I think you're doing great. some shopping. You're doing great. I mean, you know, we're doing the best we can. How about you guys? I put my all my energy into buying toys for Oscar. That gives me the the that gives me Christmas joy. Like yeah. he mean, little kids do make Christmas. He makes more it, fun. Yeah, because like if I just think like this is about him, making sure he has a good time, everything else is just falls into place. You know what? I'm gonna put this out there. Maybe a listener can help. So for what five months I've been trying to buy this. Um, so Thomas the Train yeah. has a friend named Percy. And I've been trying to buy the Percy character of a ride-on train, you know, like for little kids. It's actually for Gab, but it's so that Oscar has her on. He has Thomas. She'll have Percy. Found it at a store in Florida. Ordered it. They canceled my order, said they didn't have it. Yet it's still showing in stock on their website. I call them like, no, we're going to take that down. Still showing is in stock. Crazy. So if anyone knows anywhere where I can get this, or you have one you want to sell from when your kids were little... Hit me up. I want to get this thing. It's just making me crazy. And and Oscar, we don't... Look, he's two and a half. He hasn't been diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder yet. <laughs> but he won't stop. Is Aunt Rosie yeah. getting Aunt Gabby Percy? Aunt Rosie... All I asked Santa for was for Aunt Rosie to buy Aunt Gabby Percy. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, uh, um, okay. And like, I... I'm usually patient with the kid and the last time he brought it up like just let it go it's never <laughs> happening I'm never gonna be riding on Percy in our lifetime man like I just lost it oh my god. and I don't even have to buy it for myself and it's for me he oh just my god. look in his defense he wants to be on Thomas I'm on Percy and we're rolling through the neighborhood does that not mm-hmm. look in a man like it just like it has from a two-year-old perspective right. it's like a fucking dream it's gonna be my it's gonna be the best day of our lives now what i've been doing now is i imagine i'm on a percy so i have to stay in a constant squat and keep up with him while he's on an actual riding train so guys if you can help rose out get me this percy i'd really percy really appreciate it help me find percy ride along and don't spray paint thomas green because we're gonna know because they have different faces think think about that but we did take Oscar. Rosie couldn't go, but we did uh, go to the Kennywood. They have a huge Thomas the Train at Kennywood. And guys, I want to say this. I have not been a fan of Kennywood for years. As a teenager, I think my senior right. year, I was like, I don't want to go. I'm done. I'm right. done. Because you get sick on everything. The rides make me sick. It's gross. School mm-hmm. picnic day. Do people still, are people still allowed to smoke in Kennywood? The last time I went, people were still oh, smoking. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can like, smoke. No, thank no, thanks. I mean, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um. Then school picnic day is such a joke in this town. No offense, but it's like they're like, okay, it's Montour Day, and nine other schools, so mm. the place is packed. I'm mm. not good with crowds, so. But this is what I'm trying to say: if you're gonna go, go at the holidays mm-hmm. because they do all they do Hanukkah lights, they do quant, they do everything. Oh yeah, happy Hanukkah, everyone! Happy Hanukkah, happy everybody! Hanukkah. Um, and it's just chiller. It's not. Mm. It's not as gross. I didn't see one person smoking. I feel like Christmas nice. it just breeds yeah. like maybe a little chiller. The holidays breed. So yeah, maybe, I, maybe next year I can make it with you guys. Yeah, I recommend Kennywood only at the holidays. At the holidays. Okay, good to know. Uh, speaking of Hanukkah, uh, we'd like your opinion on the where on the level <laughs> of greatness Adam Sandler's Hanukkah song falls, because we were having a conversation yeah. last week and it sort of went in this order. Well, wait, I because I was driving alone and had this epiphany and I wanted to present it to Rose okay. in terms of great pieces of art. Right. And I would say that that song has held up. Yeah. It's the Hanukkah song. It's like Van Gogh's Sunflowers or Starry Night. Yeah. Uh, Beethoven's Ode to Joy. Yeah. The Sistine Chapel. Sistine Chapel. The Hanukkah, Hanukkah song. song. The Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Yeah. Um, Truman Capote and Cool Blood. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, Gershwin Rhapsody in Blue. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. but like it's up it there. Up there. I mean, in don't you can't deny it as a single piece of art. I think I would fight to the death. How about that? If you're like Gab, Mona Lisa or Hanukkah <laughs> song, I'm like equal. Uh, I know, yeah. Hashtag both. They right. both have meant something and changed right. the world as we know it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, I you can't take that from the Sandler. You really can't. The Sandman. Didn't he update it because most of the people in the original Hanukkah song have are now deceased? 
Is there I an hope, updated version? There may be an updated version, but the original version the original is it's, it's like a time capsule. It's so funny. Even, the OJ yeah. line alone, mm-hmm. the Seattle Supersonicas mm-hmm. is clever. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's yeah. cute. And, you know, it's a religion that most of America is unfamiliar with. Thank right. you, Adam Sandler. Right. Thank you. Yeah, well done, Adam Sandler. Made it cute. Made it funny. I don't know. I'm a fan. Yeah, if I found out something really horrible about Adam Sam, if I get canceled over something he did that canceled him, because that's how the world works. <laughs> it's like, I've done nothing, but Gab Vanessa once said she likes Adam Sandler and he did something bad. Kill Gab Vanessa. Okay. It is kind of how the world works anymore. Yeah. It's weird. I'm afraid to say I like anybody anymore. I didn't even know if I could say Happy Thanksgiving this year. I literally didn't know. I still don't know. I don't know if you're allowed to say that. I, just I say don't know. I want. I mean, oh, I love it. We were at stores and I was like, Merry Christmas. And I'm like, you got balls. You don't get to say that anymore, <laughs> dummy. Because here's my theory. I don't get, if, if somebody said to me, happy Hanukkah or have a nice Ramadan or happy Purim, I would be like, thank you. Not because I celebrate any of those, but because you want me to have a happy holiday. That's all. So if I say Merry Christmas to you and you don't celebrate, just say thanks. That's all. It's that simple. You don't have to get mad about it right we're wishing something nice to you you know what i mean no it's like if someone right if someone's like bonjour but you're a stupid rednecky american <laughs> and you're like don't you say those words to me i don't want to bonjour you and it's like they just said hi they were just they just said hi right. they're like, just saying hi man I, just, I don't i don't get it no i would if someone came up to me and was like happy hanukkah i'd be like happy hanukkah I bro know. Now, if someone came up to me and was like, happy God doesn't exist, I'm an atheist, spoop on your face, I'd be like, that That's was harsh. That's that, mean. I don't see where happy fit in. Right, and I'd be that. like, you're bad with greetings yeah. and salutations because all that other right. stuff, like you had me at high yeah. and happy and then you lost me at poop. Right. Guys, I don't know that atheists talk like that. I will say this, one time I was asked to perform at an atheist convention and I no-showed because I just wanted to be like, well, me and God, me and God, baby. I wouldn't believe in me. <laughs> Don't believe in me showing up, oh y'all. No, I. it was our mother was dying. Some rando at a picnic was like, will you do this? And I'm like, okay. And then I didn't remember. He booked me. Hmm. He was friends with our brother that I don't speak to. Oh, <laughs> so I didn't really feel go. badly about any of it. There you go. Boom. Guys, little glimpse into my mental health. It was like it was like a, um, one of those Christmas bulbs with the snow, and then you shake it up, and then you get an idea of what's going on inside of my brain. Yeah, that would be the scariest holiday. It would be. Actually, it'd be a lot of more fun stuff. I think you'd be surprised. Hmm. Depends. How it felt, how it falls. Yeah. How it settles. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. what else? Oh, well, Rose we and I have been binging lots. Oh, yeah. Rose has been watching way more shows than me. But one show that became in the last few years, although this season we're not as crazy about, but we haven't ever talked about it, is Abbott Elementary. Right. Rose and I, season one of Abbott Elementary, like we were talking about it before the critics, right. not to brag. Right, but we were. We were, like, episode one, we were like, this is going to be the best show Mm -hmm. ever, and we were glued before anyone else was talking about it, for the record. Right. For an ensemble cast, every character is written perfectly. Very funny. Really touches on important issues. Just a really good show. The the actress who plays the principal... Oh, my God. ...might be one of the funniest people I've ever seen on television, ever. She's so funny. Ava... What's her real name? Janelle James? Yep, Janelle James. She's a comedian. So effing funny. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then who? um, Cheryl Lee. Ralph. Ralph. Mm -hmm. Like, this is a woman. The minute I started watching Abbott, I'm like, oh, my God. She's from this, this. She's been in movies your whole life. Mm -hmm. Finally. She has a standout Mm -hmm. role. She won the Golden Globe, didn't she? Oh, and I loved her speech. Her acceptance speech was fantastic. Yeah. She She was an original cast member in Dreamgirls. Uh, hello, we were just talking about Sister Act 2. Yeah, she plays the mean mom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Doesn't want her daughter Lauren Hill singing in the right. choir. So, yeah, it's such a good show. But now this show. season, you know, season twos are tough when you've right. had a great season one. Right. Their work, like what worked for Abbott is that it's about a public school in Philadelphia and so much of what would happen is so relatable if you mm-hmm. have any understanding of public schools. Right. And this season, they kind of have veered out of the school and more into the personal lives. Yeah. And I'm not loving it as much, but I, I will never give up on it. Right. No, me either. It's, it's a good show. I still recommend it. I and it's written it. and produced by a young a woman in her 30s, Quinta Brunson. Yes. And yeah, I mean, I think it's... It's definitely... Put it on your list to watch when you have time. Yeah. Um, but speaking of second seasons and Philadelphia... And shows we recommend, I can admit when I'm wrong about something. And I feel like I steered everybody wrong when I recommended Servant. 
Yeah. Season one was good. Season, season two, two was okay. okay. Season three was ridiculous. I and I don't even, even care that season four is coming out. That's how that's how much it's not. I, I'm sorry that I recommended it. I'm sorry that I wasted your time. I stopped watching like the third episode of season three. And you were like, yeah. are you still watching? And I'm like, I can't. I don't. Yeah. It made me tense. I, I wasn't enjoying it. Same. same. The first so season was so good. And it just got so weird. And like, instead of answering questions, it just leaves you asking more and more questions like this i feel like there's never going to be any wrap-up where i'm going to understand exactly what happened yeah i feel like some of those shows like they probably originally intended it to be one season but then it got all these great like people mm-hmm. liked it so like let's make money right and then they ruin it right like that one show that you and i watched that you were determined was one season with the um deschanel woman oh yeah yeah um about the Ohio murder or the cult or something. Yeah. Was it the devil in uh, the devil inside? Yeah, the devil yeah. inside, I think. That was so good and it real I felt it could have a it second could, season yeah. and it was just boom. Just but yeah. if you haven't seen it, definitely check out the devil Very inside. Good. Very yeah. I watched it all in one day. Yeah. But the show that Rose got me hooked on recently, and unfortunately you have to have showtime, I guess, to watch it. Mm-hmm. But you can get a thirty day trial on the app on showtime.com. So download the app, watch it, and then cancel it. And the series is called Let the Right One In. Mm-hmm. The American movie was called Let Me In. And the Swedish movie, or the um, Scandinavian film was called something Let the Right One In, I think. Yeah. But when they did the American one, that they didn't call it Let the Right One In. They called it Let Me In, I believe. Okay. That little girl who now Chloe, is famous. Chloe Grace. Yeah. Because yeah. I had seen the American film first, then the... Is it Scandinavian? Mm, yeah, Swedish or something. Yeah. And then, Which is the same thing, yeah. I understand. And then the, uh, but the series, I think the series might be the best mm-hmm. take on it because it's just, it has its own unique take right. to it. So good. It's Definitely so good. The acting, the kid actors mm-hmm. are phenomenal. The adult mm-hmm. actors, uh, Meryl Streep's daughter's in it. Um, the guy from The Heat who is also mm-hmm. in Weeds. I don't know his name. He's a Mexican actor, but he's incredible. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, we're really not, Oh, the, yes, the woman who plays Isaiah's mom, Anika Nunez oh, yeah. Rose, she was in it, she's famous. She's probably the most, her and then uh, Francis, is it Francis Gummer? Or Grace Gummer. Grace Gummer. Grace yeah. Gummer. That's, that's Meryl well, Streep's daughter. And the guy daughter. that played her dad, he's been in a million things, I don't know his name, but. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but definitely watch it. Very, very good show. Yeah. It, like. Supernatural, but mm-hmm. also I don't know, real very human, yeah, kind of just struggle people struggling, and you know how you have to adapt your life when something happens to what somebody you love, and and like, and I love when there's like bullies in the show, but then also like mythical shape shifting creatures, and you're like, who's mm-hmm. the real villain in this? You know, it's just it's very interesting, like good and bad, and those ideas. Yeah, I I binged it pretty yeah, quickly. It's good. Speaking of sh- shape shifting, I know you haven't watched it yet. Jilly's watched it, and I think Gina's McCafferty's watched it as well. Wednesday on Netflix. Very, very, very cute show. Very it's a good. comedy, right? It's like a dark comedy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but it's very good. I'm going to have to check it out. Mm-hmm. I'm such a weirdo. I watch the same, ep- you know, I, I'm sure we talked about this five years ago, four years ago. I watch the same shows over and over, but I try to branch out. And yeah. I have like I keep a running list of things I need her yeah. to watch, and she never watches any of them. Midnight Mass on Netflix. It's older; it's a couple of years older. But if you haven't watched it, give it a try. It was really, really good. I do want to watch. I just forget, and then I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna tell me your secrets on Amazon Prime. Really good show with um, Lily Rob and her husband, whose name I forget, but he's also in Midnight Mass that I just spoke of, and one the a woman who plays like a supporting actress role was a little girl I babysat when she was nine years old and now she's a 30 year old woman <laughs> so and in a movie so that's crazy that was, that was crazy yeah oh my a guy that was in my American Eagle shoot the one where we did all the dancing mm-hmm. he's the star of like the new Criminal Minds who his name's Carter Redwood he's Which from one? Pittsburgh I mean who in Criminal well, Minds well no no not it's like a like a takeoff of Criminal Minds it's like called like it's not SUV but it's like one of those like oh, okay. bomb squad or oh, something okay. like it's okay, the okay, new gotcha. Criminal Minds I he's, the new. no 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 but he's like the lead on it and I just awesome. think that's so funny that's and a guy funny. I did stand up with is on SNL so guys that? Rose and I if you come in our lives you're gonna have fame and success we're Maybe. gonna still have family members dropping off like fuck oh, so it's, it's a chance you take hey. you might die young or you might, might become not. famous I don't know. We'll see. When Rose married her husband, everyone in his life died. <laughs> yeah, and he says it to me too. Yeah. You know, I had all my family until I met you. Uh, uh, 
sorry. So he would be an example of meeting Rose <laughs> and then everyone dying. So you, it's really, you got to take a chance. In fairness. Well, there's no, no fairness. No, there's no it's fairness. True. We yeah, are exactly harbingers of death. Yeah. There's crows and there's the Vanessa <laughs> sisters. <laughs> they both mean the same thing. <laughs> I wake up every day and there's a big scythe in my corner of my house. I don't know why. I grab it. Walk around. <laughs> Oh my! I, so my favorite thing to do with holiday cards is like, especially <laughs> the sentimental ones, is then like go through the sentiment and then write really messed up stuff. And I got one. I, they they've never had best friend Christmas cards. So I got one for Bethany, and it was like, we have been friends our whole life through good times and bad. And I wrote next to it, stupid Grim Reaper. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's the fun part of sensitive cards for it me, is. just to, to face them with the but comedy. So funny. Oh my! I lo- every time every birthday card to Rose is like, "Sorry, I, everyone, our family died." <laughs> I crack up. They're all funny. Ah, uh, maybe you'll get to see them someday. But I imagine if I die first, my husband will just throw everything my way. He'll burn them. <laughs> we'll just tell you about it now. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, to sister and husband, I have to buy the most boring card they have because her husband hates glitter. Oh my god. So literally this card is white and like yellow and has a, a pine cone on it. I'm like, yep, that's the best one I could get because when we display it like we put up our Christmas cards that we get, we display them. Anyone that well first of all he has to wear rubber gloves when he puts them up because oh. in case there's glitter on them or on the envelopes. And then if I put one up and I put the glitter ones up top, he he's convinced the glitter showers down on him when he walks under it. Oh my so god. So he's definitely got some some issues with glitter am i talking too softly no no you were actually you're popping too high Ooh, so you're pop so i just brought you down just a scooch sorry about that hey i have to keep rose um at maximum gain and mine's barely on <laughs> i don't even my I mic's not even on that soft of a talker like you go in and out but you you your diction's good so you pop your peas oh sorry josh would be very he, he jo- my business partner josh i can't remember i had said something once and i'll never remember it it's like a c and an h and like i made a certain sound and he went the fact that you do that sound, I just want you to know the best artists use that sound when they talk. And I'm like, I don't even know what you're saying, Josh. It was like, a, I don't even know. He lives on another planet, but he cracks me up. So whatever you said in the enunciation, you said it is now on the list with Starry Night, the Hanukkah <laughs> song. Yeah. And Rap Day and Blue. If I'm like, shard. And he's like, see, so you said shard. Okay. So that's, that's. Interesting. So me, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my guys, we've been I will say this. This is the first school year we've been allowed back in the schools. Yeah. That's exciting. They, and How's Rose been going. I mean, other than the fact that you did get COVID and almost died. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I guess we haven't talked yeah, to you guys. So back in September, my tum tum wasn't feeling good. <laughs> um and I took a COVID test and I was fine. And then my tum tum still wasn't feeling good, took a COVID test, said it was fine. This went on for a very long time until then I was like, I don't know. Now I have like nasal drippage and oh, my tests are still coming back negative. I guess I'm fine. And I just fall asleep at the most inopportune <laughs> times. <laughs> and then it all culminated into where I thought I had just pooped so much I couldn't walk up the steps. So I was like, Rosie, I think I pooped so much I can't walk up the steps. Can you take me to the ER? We get to the ER. Um, they make me wait for way too long for someone then we find out I only have one lung function. I had filled my entire lung with pneumonia. And uh, and then they did a COVID test. And they're like, oh, and you have COVID. But they thought I had Legionnaire's disease because to lead this whole thing <laughs> off, I was at a school in Deer Lakes where I went into a school bathroom that was covered in feces, but I had to go. I went number one. And when I flushed, it didn't flush. And I was like, oh, no, they can't think I'm clogging toilets. I'm a school visitor. So I flushed it again. And all the water shot into my face. And I knew then <laughs> something bad was coming. And, Did you? and people would be like, wait well, a minute. You can't <laughs> say that you got pneumonia from the thing. I'm like, I'm no, not no, saying I got no, it no. from that. I'm saying that's a bad omen. No. I'm saying a cat walks in front of you. I'm saying you crack a mirror. I'm staring at Deer Lake's toilet shoots in your face. It's yeah. a goocher. Yeah. It's a goocher. Yeah. I was in an ICU unit on Oxen. Rose literally, I went to the ER in Crocs and she was like, I'm just, it's I mommy. Was with my mother at her final days all over again. She was, Gab was slumped in a wheelchair with her Crocs on, <laughs> like slowly digging for her insurance card because she didn't have any energy. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is my, another one. Another one literally bites the dust. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> oh my god! But she she bounced back. Thank you to Dr. Andrew Perez and this most of the staff at St. Clair. Yeah, everyone. Most of the staff at St. Clair. We'll say the ICU unit was amazing, and then it was and Scaryville. Was. <laughs> First of all, the ER. I literally was dead. <laughs> like Rose walked over, and was like, um, she slumped over. I think she's on the ground. They're like, she has to wait her turn. Yeah. But then, meanwhile, jerks would walk in and be like, 
they were they were running mm-hmm. in. I'm in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and they're like, I think I'm having a heart attack. They're like, well, we better take you back. I, I was. I know. I had to collapse lung assholes. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, went back to the schools, did get deathly ill, but then I rebounded, mm-hmm. and I uh, and honestly, we've been doing really well, and I'm not trying to like. But like we, this is a good December for us, yeah, and we don't. December is usually a hard month for so entertainers. So I'm not mad, and I've yeah, I feel very. It's so weird. I was saying to Rose, like I almost died in 2022, and yet of the last three years, this was my favorite year. How about that? I still think 2022 gave me more than it took from me. I think yeah, yeah. I feel like 2021 was a disappointment. I feel like yeah, we all got vaccinated. We felt like it was going to be normal again, and it wasn't. And so we were all like still bummed. Oh, 2022, it got a little bit better. I uh, I I 100. Well, I remember at the beginning of 2021 thinking because like it, at the beginning they were like only these people get the vaccine so i'm like i'm still not gonna be working right away right, like i right. knew and it took until summer mm-hmm. and then the minute i got like one gig they were like okay you can't have unemployment anymore i'm like but i don't know mm-hmm. and then that the new variant came and they shut down schools again How so like last year was still rough people yeah. don't realize that like january feb i didn't work all of january february last year like last year was when i was like That's i guess crazy. i gotta go back to school yeah i mean i'm but uh but also 2022 is the first year I've really valued myself as a performer. I have yeah, not true. let people talk me down in prices. And I've just been like, that. no, it's either this or nothing. I've had out of work. She would say like, oh, they, this place wants me to do it. I, I'm going to tell them this amount. I'm like, are you crazy? Ask for the higher amount. Be willing to come down a little bit. Don't start off. Don't yep. lowball yourself. I know. Like I was treating myself as though I'm a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, not. A, I'm a for profit. profit. Yeah. 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 But I've had some. I got to work with a, a stealer this year. That was kind of interesting. Who Ryan Shazier. Oh, yeah, like yeah, I got. Shazier, he does a yeah. private camp, and it's for people with disabilities. And because I do a lot of work with mental health disability, I got the gig. But it's very rare for you know a chick like me to get any kind of stealer gig. So that was kind of cool. That's so that's why I'm not mad about 2022. Maybe I had pneumonia, but I lived. But you lived. Yeah, so that's a good thing. As yeah. Martha would say. Is it time for a break? Because I need a drink of water. Yeah, I, we're at the 30-minute mark, so okay, I say, perfect. guys, everyone, go get a bevy. Okay. Eggnog, water. Hot cocoa. Hot cocoa with cinnamon. Coffee. Some tea. Espresso. A glass of wine. It's the holidays. You do you. Yeah, and we'll be right back. Okay. All right, we are back from our break. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so what were we talking about? Oh, the 2022 is better than 2021. Definitely. And I, I agree with that for sure. I would almost argue 2020 was Whoa. better than 2021. Wow. Well, there's a lot of stress in 2020. But at least we like, we all were shut down together. There yeah. was a little bit more of like unity whereas 2021 it became True. rogue yeah you're right and it was like i'm getting vaxxed i'm not getting vaxxed mm-hmm. you know it was just yosemite samville yeah you're right i don't know you're right it'll be interesting to see how 2023 plays out yeah it's weird because you and i both prefer odd numbers mm-hmm. so i would think i'd like 2023 mm-hmm. but i will turn an even number age-wise so i wonder if i liked being 43 but i won't like being 44 interesting i don't know though i just feel like i'm also getting wiser and maybe i'm not like it's one of the perks of getting older i love it i've yeah. always wanted to be wise yeah like an owl like murderer crappy chips at the roller rink <gasps> Can we please talk about this? I'm bringing it up even if she doesn't want to talk about it. A show that we both watched that was also a freaking documentary called The Staircase. It was huge Uh, on HBO Max this year. Rose and I have a debate. So listeners, if you are familiar with The Staircase, the documentary, or the fictional series on HBO Max, it's obviously about the William Kathleen Peterson case where Kathleen Peterson died falling down a staircase. They thought her husband did it. Well, guess what? Guess who's not in jail? Her husband. Now, in the story, there is a claim that possibly Kathleen was attacked by an owl, putting up Christmas decorations, walked into the house. The owl attack is what made her fall on the steps, and that's how she died, and she also had drugs in her system. Rose is convinced that's not what happened. I'm convinced the owl has blood on his claw. It's Michael Peterson's second dead wife under unusual circumstances. So if an owl killed this one, then he is the most unlucky bastard on the planet. 
The first woman was a neighbor he may have been schlepping, he not had a, a wife. Baby with her. Wasn't one of the daughters the neighbor's kid? Well, no, they just, he wasn't his kid, though. They oh, raised right. non-kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I, I don't buy the Al story, sorry. I mean, it was enough to get reasonable doubt to get him released, but I don't believe an Al killed her. Who, who do you think killed her? He did. I don't know. He did. I met a park ranger who said she went through the files. I don't know how she got access to them. The Michael and Kathleen Pearson files. She said she read the files and that they were definitely owl marks in the head and that the amount of drugs she had in her system, that this park ranger, and keep in mind, this is an Allegheny County park ranger, (laughs) she said no doubt in her mind that an owl didn't murder Kathleen Peterson. Well, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think Michael Peterson did it. I think he got off from it. And there you go. Oh, so you're saying the 22-year-old um, park ranger that I met out in Beaver Falls, who um, is just graduating from CCAC with a degree in biology. Oh, she doesn't know? I'm saying I disagree with her. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so if any of you have watched it, would love to know your thoughts, because I... I'm not Team Owl. I'm Team Owl. Just because I think, well, first of all, and also I didn't know Owl, we, I just didn't know they weren't our friends. And now I know. Well, because they always fool you with the graduation caps. Yep. That's, she's quoting me. I am. I just quoted her joke. That's, if we weren't sisters, I'd ask her to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say no, because I'm already married. How and you, that's weird. How and you're you, my sister. And how do you get Vanessa to propose to you? Just repeat her. one of her jokes back to her. her. I love you. <laughs> was very When Harry Met Sally. Oh, my God. What is that from? Oh, that's when right. When Bruno Kirby Carrie Fisher at dinner. And I, I, she quotes, I read that in a magazine. I, I wrote, wrote that. that. <laughs> I've ne- Sally, don't you think it's amazing? I've never quoted anything in my life. And you wrote that? Love that movie. Harry's from New Jersey. <laughs> East Orange. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good movie. It really is. Oh, my God. There was someone was just talking about... A g- oh my god <laughs> yes not to like jump all over but any marshall gary marshall rob reiner i the marshals weren't even involved when harry met sally but i saw an interview with julia roberts she was being interviewed by another actress who i can't think of right now i want to say it's amy madigan or something and they asked they asked julia if she knew about a movie called like 2000 do you know about this no so that was the original Pretty Woman, what? but it was written completely differently. Like the end of the movie is the Richard Gere character throwing her out of a limo and she's like left alone Aww. on the street. Like it oh was a God. drama. There was no comedy in it. Nothing. And Julia Roberts got that part for that movie. And two days later, everybody like it got tanked. The movie was going to go under. Like they're like, we're not making it now. Uh-huh. So she was so bummed out. She thought she got this lead in the movie. Then Disney bought the script. And when she heard that, she was like, well, there's how could Disney buy 2000? And then they redid it, all of it. And there was no need for them to go to her. But Gary Marshall, knowing she had had the role in the other movie, was like, I'll do a screen test with her. And that, and she said there was no reason. Wow. And, she, and she said, I would never have been able to do the other role. Like, she's like, I wasn't even right to be cast in the in Pretty Woman. She's wow. like, I don't think I made a very good prostitute. But I certainly couldn't have done 2000. And she said that she was so shy in doing sex scenes that her whole body would break out in the hives and that's why they had all those body doubles and all for movies because she's just very shy wow. and doesn't want to be naked on camera isn't that interesting i never yeah. knew that but i had no idea that there was a whole other script that was dark and awful and like a whole other story i can't believe disney did the movie about a prostitute and people didn't go nuts over that right considering how mad people get that disney is now team lgqtbia right but that was okay. But you could definitely do like the golden-hearted prostitute. I was never a big fan of Pretty Woman. I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like the premise behind it. I felt like it just gave a terrible message. What what part? Like all of it. That, you know, the prostitute with a heart of gold. <laughs> the CEO that, you know, falls in love with a prostitute he hired. Come on. Come on. And you know what always made me sad in that movie? I loved um, Laura San Giacomo. Yes. And like her character had a heart of gold, but her character wasn't getting out of the projects or wherever the hell they were living. Exactly. And that I always, it took years for me to like Jason Alexander. Oh my God, I know. He was such a pig in that. Oh, I hate him in that movie. But always loved Hector Elizondo because of that movie. Oh, I know. And she's so adorable. She is adorable. But I just, I mean, to think that, oh, because whoever she was interviewing was like, she's like, the reason I bring that movie up is I've always thought they should redo it 
and still cast you even now? And Julia was like, no, I wouldn't do it even now. She's like, I can't. I physically couldn't do 2000 or whatever the heck it was called. Jeez. Yeah. Interesting. I just thought it was like, you just never know. Yeah. And like, she was nobody, I guess. That was her first movie. I guess she hadn't even done Steel Magnolias. had done Mystic Pizza. That was like such a tiny little indie film. Um, But yeah, I don't know anything else she did prior to that. Neither. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I just thought that's it was really interesting. interesting. And I thought it made me like Gary Marshall. Yeah. Too, that he was like, oh, mm-hmm. all right, come on in. We'll give you a chance, kid. I know. That was really nice. Hmm. Although there's a whole piece in the Times today about nepotism in Hollywood and how for the first time it's like blatant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And she's kind of nep, right? Her brother was. Well, yeah, her brother was Eric Roberts, but I don't know if, I wonder if, I don't know that he had enough pull to get her jobs. I mean, he kind of faded away. Into obscurity. He made a really, like in the 90s, it was a gay, it was like one of the few gay films, Peter's Friends or something. I vaguely remember that, yeah. I feel like that was like the last movie I remember him being in. Huh. I know he was in an episode of Law and Order once. That's like the last time I saw him in anything, I think. Man. But Robert's family. Oh, yeah. Now their niece. Well, his daughter, Emma, yeah, Emma. yeah. Emma Roberts. She's... She's in one of the most bizarre, well, was in one of the most bizarre relationships. Oh, yeah. What's that guy's name? Evan Peters. Evan Peters, right. But they're not together anymore, right? Oh, didn't you have a baby and get married to somebody else? Yeah, but prior to all that, they had been dating and she was arrested for beating him up. What? Yeah. Wow. Was, and people are like, no one ever wants to talk about it when it's the guy getting hit. And I'm like, don't you think he doesn't want to talk about right. it? Right, yeah. I don't think anyone wants to talk about it. It's usually mental health. It's right. not like something people are excited to talk about. And usually like, the person being beat has got, um, you know, a feeling of worthlessness and don't, don't really want to talk about it. And they're embarrassed to tell people that they've put themselves in that position, yeah. even though they didn't put themselves in that position. It has nothing to do with them. But yeah, I totally hear you. Yeah. And he like dropped all the charges and people hated him for it. Okay. Well, that's his business. honest to God, that's why I just, I can't even deal with like the internet, the internet, like People magazine, us, all that kind of stuff, all that Hollywood gossip. Like these are just people doing a job. Right. They're no different than anybody else. So like the expectations you put on a celebrity are absurd. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not I didn't want to like bring it down, but rest in peace, Twitch. Uh, I mean, that's yeah, a for sure. Example of like mm-hmm. everyone thinks this guy has everything and it's like, no, you don't know anything you don't about know anything his life. about right. Exactly. Don't know anything. Exactly. Yeah, I really feel like we have it's a it's a mix. It's like the media has built up celebrities to be bigger than they are and then we as humans give them all this power and it's like I don't think they even want it. Right. Right. They just want to go to work and act. Mhm. Like it shouldn't have to be that way. Exactly. Like what if we treated um all accountants that way instead right. of actors like what if you needed to know what the CFO of Coca-Cola was doing every second of the day like it's absurd you don't care that's all these people are doing as a job so well I was thinking about that in terms of like teachers and like I have had so many teachers who have made such a difference in my life I mean true like life-changing moments with mm-hmm. a teacher right sure and like I think of our friends who are teachers and like when I, if I say that to them like you don't I know you don't mm. see it now and you probably have no idea the kids you've changed mm. their lives but there's some little kid out there who's like I'm just gonna say Dina for example but like Mrs. Barron mm-hmm. is the reason that I made it past the sixth grade you know yeah, I mean? like, right. they will be 45 years old a and thousand like, percent if it wasn't for this person I wouldn't have made and I don't think teachers ever know that mm-hmm. and as a society we don't value them but when you're a little kid like you can't even imagine your teacher has a life. Oh, right, right. Like, the thought of your teacher going to a bar, never. If you ever ran into a teacher, like, at the grocery store, like, what? I, you shop? <laughs> like, I imagine my teachers lived, like, in another state. Oh, yeah. Like, in a different, like, in a plan I couldn't even imagine, like, a teacherville. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, like if they would shop and save, I was like, are you lost? Why are you here? Like, I was so yeah. confused. Like, but like, I feel they deserve it though. Mm-hmm. Like they really, like if we gave the teachers the credit and the money, mm-hmm. they might be a happier profession. Yep. Like, and if parents would stop emailing them oh. for every single thing that happens with your kid, it's an injustice. They might be a little bit, it might be a little bit easier on them. Just saying. I don't have kids, so I don't know. I know how people with kids love unsolicited advice from people without kids. So you're welcome. But really 
Aesop on the email and the teachers, y'all. Yeah. 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 But totally, I agree with you. I mean, I had a teacher in third grade, Miss Oliver. I Not just my friends, but I mean, other classmates still remember her. She only taught at Montour for one year. What? And she affect. I mean, like she made a difference to everyone she taught. Like people still remember her. I've heard of Miss Oliver from you, but mm-hmm. I didn't know she was only a one, one year. One year. Wow. Miss Oliver, if you're listening. Yep. Sandy That's Oliver. Nice. If you know Sandy Oliver, who taught third grade at Forest Grove Elementary School in 1980. Yeah. Must have been 1979, 80, somewhere around there. That's who I'm talking about. Wow. Speaking of teachers that made a difference. So a friend of mine from high school uh, was in town from China. He lives in China. And I don't even China. know. How, I don't know how it came up. And he was like, do you even know why I ended up going to Catholic school? I went to Forest Grove. And I was like, I didn't know that. He went, yeah, I had a really bad ex- experience with a second grade teacher. Someone you talk about all the time. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He went, Miss Wickline. <gasps> I'm like, she was the best teacher I ever had in my life. He was like, she's the reason I left Forest Grove. Why? So he claimed she was so mean, so hard on him. And he went, wait a minute. Weren't you good at math? And I'm like, well, I actually was the one of three second graders who got to change class for math because I was so advanced. He's like, that's <laughs> what I mean. She only liked kids who were good at math. I'm like, I don't think that's true because she let me do stand up. The first day of school, the reason I fell in love with her is she's like, I'm single. I'm 24 years old. So if any of you have any single older brothers, let me know. And I raised my hand. I'm like, I got three of them. And like, <laughs> we became friends. And she and she pronounced my name correctly after a full year in first grade of Miss McEwen calling me Gabriel. Oh, my God. And so I'd explain this whole story to Reed. And he's like, well, she's the reason I left for us. Wow. Right? So one teacher. Isn't that crazy? Had polar opposite effect. Like, wow. And then Rose and I had shared a teacher who Rose had a horrible experience Oh, horrible. With, and I had a wonderful experience with. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so very strange. Teachers, man. They're yeah. humans too, though. That's right. I think that was the whole point of how we got on this yeah. this topic, right? Yeah. Well, it was about celebrities, then teachers. But, but yes. But treat them Same like kind humans. of thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's all we're asking. Treat them like humans. I mean, I have to constantly do that with doctors because I do get so angry because I'm like, hey, man, I didn't ask to be a doctor, so maybe mm-hmm. don't screw up at your job. That's my mom's life. Mm-hmm. But even with my therapist, I have to be like, okay, she is a person. Right. She is a human. She's going to... Yeah. But it's hard. It is. I don't know. When it comes to therapy, I've always been told I'm very hard on my therapist, but I feel like I'm giving you a really important job. Well, that's the thing. It's my brain. Right. Sorry. Right. No, I totally agree with you. That that is an area where you have to be very careful with what you're doing because... People are coming to, coming to you broken and they need you to help them. Yeah. Like I had done a session where I was ta- like after I had COVID pneumonia, I really did lose my mind about germs again. Like I kind of mm-hmm. cracked. I was like, I don't know what I thought. I, I didn't see that I had healed from it really quickly. All I saw was I got it and was in the ICU. So I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm just have to write bad lungs. Like I couldn't see anything good. Mm-hmm. So I got in a really stressful place. I go into my session and I decide I'm going to be honest and tell her everything I've been stressed about. And when I finish, she goes, oh my God, now I'm all stressed out. Well, not the right answer. And that's how I felt. Not the right answer. I just feel like, and then someone wrote to me on Instagram, because I posted on Instagram, and they wrote, I think it was her way of saying she's taking the stress from you. I was like, that's, but it didn't. It made me feel like I burdened my therapist in my session. Exactly. So stuff like that. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry to bring up a session. No, I totally get it though. I'm I'm on your side. I think I just pressed a button. Can you still hear me? There's okay, good. (laughs) Good. Oh, the only button would be like to unplug the cord. You're good. You're good. All right. Rose and I are doing a different technique. If we sound better, we're holding the mics. Yeah, I hope I sound better because I know there was one episode where nobody could even hear me. I am Rose, and this is what I (laughs) Well, we used to record on the iPhone. It was like, yeah, that was hard because I have a Broadway voice, and Rose has um, Michigan J Frog (laughs) ribbit. Ribbit. That's not totally true. It's only kind of true. Kind of. Kind of true. So what else, sis? What else do we want to talk about from the past two years? Oh, my God. There's so much. There's so much. I mean, I can't believe that that trip broke us and that we quit podcasting and having a will to live. Um, Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. We don't want to revisit. We're that. not going to revisit. That's in the rear view. Oh, let's we're talk about forward. Let's talk about where we're thinking of going. Maybe we're, people can weigh in and give us tips. Yes, we're thinking this year of Hawaii. splurging and going to Hawaii. We were going to splurge and do our Italy trip, but we feel like we really have to splurge. Or right, Italy is a. There's a lot with Italy. Like we want two weeks. 
not one way. You know, you need time, I think. I mean, I think if we could, and this would have to be like after Rose retires, I'll never retire. Like, I think we would ideally love to go for a month, but I don't, I mean, we couldn't swing it. We literally can't afford to go anywhere for a month. I can retire and live comfortably for about 12 minutes. <laughs> so, so I'm pretty sure retirement is not in my future. <laughs> well, could you retire and then get a part-time job at Whole Foods or something? I'm going to have okay. to. Well, that's what I see my old age being. Like when you see 90-year-old women mm-hmm. bagging groceries at Giant Eagle and you're just like, bless their heart. Oh, she must just want to get out of the house. And you're like, oh, what do you, well, how old are you? Not nine to seven. Oh, that's so sweet. And you still want to work. Well, I don't want to work, but I can't afford my groceries or mm-hmm. my pills or my bread or my lap. Yeah. I'm going to be you, Dolores. So listen to this. When, okay, so I, background, started the paralegal certification program at Duquesne University, Gab's alma mater, uh, in January of this year. I'm almost done, thank God. But when I first started, I was so gung-ho. It's like, I love it. I think I want to go to law school. Blah, 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 blah. And then I read this article in either The Atlantic or The New Yorker about a woman when she was 51, went, to law, went back to law school, and carries so much debt that at 90, she is working as an attorney for her like neighborhood legal assistance. 9D, 9-0, and she still is working as a lawyer to pay her law school debt. So F that. So Rose isn't starting law school in the fall. No. And, and also, now that the program is winding down and I'm exhausted and I just want it to be over, the thought of going to school again for something that important, mm, I don't know about that. Let me just give a little quick story about Rose in school. <laughs> so every semester, she takes one or two classes, and you know, there's midterms, finals, and I'm like, oh, how'd the midterm go? I mean, it went well, but I mean, I just, I'm telling you, if I, I don't care if I get an F in this class, I'll just retake it. I'll just read. Why would you think you're getting an F in the class? What'd you get in the midterm? Oh, I got a hundred. Well, why would you get an F if you got a hundred? I don't know. I just, I know I'm not doing well. In the, I'm telling you, sis, this class every time, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Now this term, I could tell she was not feeling this class. She didn't get a great great on her midterm she was really stressed so I even had made peace like okay this is the one time this jerk but I there was part of me that's like I don't know though I feel like you're saying you're gonna fail and every time and then you get an A she got an A listen she got an A 96 in right full dis- yes 96 in full disclosure from F to a 96 our final was four essay questions and I turned in 30 pages of an answer so I feel like perhaps he got it was like I- I'm not reading this like if she put this much work into it 96 that sounds like a good grade that's Rose's confidence. <laughs> it's not that she's an A student. It's that the professor just didn't read it. Hey, he teachers, gave it away A's. <laughs> teachers, if you ter- if you gave an exam with four questions and somebody gave you thirty pages, would you read it? Now I explain. Now I understand why it takes her a week to do a final. <laughs> like <laughs> you still working on a final? I would be. I mean, don't they usually just give me 30 minutes? Like, oh, if I had only had this kind of motivation back when I was in my 20s, it would be a whole different ball of wax right now. Oh, my gosh. Anywho. Rose, I'm failing. Would you get really 100%? This class broke me. Every time she's failing, the, the biggest fail she's had is a 96. That's the lowest <laughs> grade she's had. No, my midterm wasn't good. I got a C on the midterm. But the final's all that matters. All right, whatever. Lose Moving on. Lose I hate this cop. I hate this topic. I was. I keep saying like, Rose, you're going to be valedictorian at the paralegal <laughs> graduation ceremony. Are you going to give a speech? You're going to get the ropes around your neck. It's not like that. I'm taking pictures. I'm so excited. Like, there's not going to be a ceremony. Well, you're already my attorney, so Rose Vanessa Davis Esquire. I'm. I'm not an attorney, and I could get in a lot of trouble for pretending I am. Well, you're going to so, be representing me. Well, I'm okay. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> Fortunately, I only do imaginary courtroom well, cases. that I can represent you in. <laughs> oh my god. I love imaginary. I love imaginary courtrooms. <laughs> Me too. Real ones, not so much. I don't think they're nearly as entertaining. I've only like I've never been in a real courtroom. The two times I've been part of like debt like the one I, the lawsuit I was in and the one mom was in. Mom was kind of in a room that looked like a courtroom, but we were not even in I don't think we were in downtown Pittsburgh. I feel like we were in some You're like a mediator's like office a magistrate or something. Or something. Yeah. But the 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 person who's supposed to be typing all this stuff mm-hmm. didn't type they had like this big funnel <laughs> and the, everything that everyone said they were like blah, 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 and saying it into the funnel and then it was typed up and mom and i could not <laughs> <laughs> i'm like supposed to be quiet in the audience and she's answering questions about getting injured at work and we were just like what oh my is god is happening that's funny it was crazy 
it was crazy. And then the one I did, I was just like in a high-end office mm-hmm. and the meanest female attorney ever was against us because I was suing saying that they said I wasn't girly enough. So mm-hmm. they were like, well, we'll get an attorney. <laughs> you know, she wasn't girly. Let's just put it that way. And she's like, so you don't think you're girly? And I'm like, I didn't say any of that. Is you it? didn't say that. Yeah, right. It was so weird. It was Well, that was when you were, that's when you agreed to settle, right? Yeah, because yeah. I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> and then they win. Which well, no, you actually kind of want. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think when you settle, yeah. yeah. Well, do you they win when no you sign doing. paperwork that Sam... Your lawyer gets 80% of the winnings when you're so desperate. You're just like, I don't care. I just want help. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing these things anymore. No. Any con- well, you'll at least read all contracts for me. Sure. I've Guys, I signed, con- I signed a contract once seriously that said, you have to give me 20% of everything you make, including gigs I don't get for right. you. Do you know? Signed away. I was like, oh my God, that makes sense. Sign, sign, sign. <laughs> I was like, well, she showed up my gig and took money and I produced the show and Rose like, I need to read that contract. She was like, oh my God. She literally got a contract out of really bad contract book <laughs> and then just had you sign it. It really was. And I hadn't even gone to school at that point. I was just like working for a couple <laughs> lawyers then and I was like, wow, this is terrible. Like nothing was good for no, me. The client. for her. <laughs> yeah. Ah, live and learn guys I was in a good headspace live and learn hey I was a kid I was 38 years old exactly you were a baby I was a baby 38 baby (laughs) I still feel that way when people will say something like Uh, well they can't mean me I'm just a baby oh shoot I'm middle aged I'm the grown up here my friends still refer to you as the baby yay everyone does and I I made the genus promise me if anything happens to me you'll take care of the baby yay Well, I quizzed Oscar the other day because I just don't know what he thinks. Like, I know he thinks I'm his friend more than Bethany's friend, even though I'm obviously Bethany. I wouldn't be his godmother if I weren't Bethany's friend. And so I was like, buddy, how do you think we're the same age or am I the same age as mommy? Are you and me the same age? Like, am I the same age as you or mommy? What, me? I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I'm like, do you think I have a job? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I do have a job. You have a job? I do. But my job is I tell jokes and I sing and I dance and make people laugh and I get money for that. His eyes got huge. Oh, boy. I'm like, do you want to do that for a job? Yeah, I want to do that for a job. I'm like, ah, uh, success. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a life of uh-huh. struggle. <laughs> but do you are you fine eating ramen every day? You got this. <laughs> are you okay never paying a bill and getting a lot of phone calls about those bills? <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> you can do it too. Oh my. That's my tips for being a full-time artist. You got to be comfortable with a lot of calls from yeah. creditors. <laughs> What's well, different now with a cell phone? You can oh. just ignore the calls. And I do. Yeah, so I ignore you right the worst is when i have the money and i just won't pay it because i'm so scared about being poor like i'm always like oh, but i might need it growing up with financial yeah. insecurity is not a way to become an adult <laughs> it's no. very difficult and growing up with financial insecurity i'm so curious listeners if you grew up with financial insecurity do you still go baller at christmas because that's when your parents could like they saved up all your or <laughs> sacrifice paying bills to go baller christmas or sold their cars so they had christmas money true story they sold a car, did something else with a car. Yeah. Hey, we don't need to get into that because I don't know if you can arrest dead people, can they? Can they? I don't know. I, I still worry I'm going to have to go back and take high school gym, so I don't know when lies catch up with you. <laughs> I do know one time, though, they were so broke and they didn't think they were going to be able to do Christmas and someone came in and gave dad like a giant tip and it was like, we can do we Christmas. Just the guy, it was a regular customer and he had hit the lottery and he came in and gave dad a huge tip on Christmas Eve. And they were able to, I mean, stories like that. I mean, it's no wonder we were like, anything can happen. Yeah. Well, we're mad. We're a family of magical thinkers. Well, can <laughs> it? Anything is possible, but is it probable? I know. I'm still stuck for that possibility, though, because I've seen crazy stuff happen where I'm like, yo. I know. Yeah. Although I really understood, like, in the season finale of Ted Lasso, the first episode, the first year, the first uh, season, that's the word I'm looking for when they the fans were all saying it's the hope that kills you and he like took that to heart like no no it's the hope that keeps you going and i was like no no i i get where they're coming from yeah. sometimes it is the hope that kills you oh my god you know? i'm not gonna say it what two words christmas miracle okay i'm done i'm done oh. i'm done Every she was year. afraid i was gonna say oasis and i, I did it but i did then what happened <laughs> we'll talk about the oasis another time i can't do it right no, now no christmas no. miracle 
Ooh. Here's what I will say to that real quickly. If you're a doctor uh-huh. and an entire family is coming in for a patient that's sick, mm-hmm. maybe don't put the burden of bad news on one person mm-hmm. who happens to be the fourth oldest and the oldest daughter and lay that on her three days before Christmas. Right. Because then when her and her little buddy, her sister, who's eight years younger, leave in the hospital and the little buddy's like, you don't seem happy. You don't seem good. Something seems off. I won't stop asking until you say something. And I and she's like, I talked to the doctor. It ain't good, girl. Yeah. We're going to need a miracle. Mm-hmm. And then we both decided not to tell mom because you can't take the hope away from mom. Right. right. And uh, so then we made a pact under a flag in Ohio Valley Hospital in McKees Rocks that we we were going to get a Christmas miracle. We weren't going to burden anybody because we'd get the Christmas miracle. Mm-hmm. How'd that work out? Hey, Dad, why don't you tell them how that worked? Oh, oh, shoot. Yeah. Guys, didn't work So out. it didn't work out exactly <laughs> as we'd hoped in that instant. <sighs> but I know what you mean. Could the miracle have... Now, did you tell Mom anyway? No, because okay. she got mad because we confided... In our aunt, who uh, is supposed to be a vault, oh, and then yeah. after he died, she's like, "Well, the girls knew," and, <gasps> and mom was like, "How could you have not told?" And we're like, "How could we have told How you?" Could we have told you, right? I know. And uh, sorry, mom, we never during this process w- did we ever take bad news. Like right. they would be like, "Okay, this is a situation." We'd be like, "But then, what can you do to help him?" Mm-hmm. Everything we always turned every negative positive, mm-hmm. so it just didn't seem like well I mean his oncologist even said to me I just I have hated to tell you guys because you guys always had so much hope oh okay Okay. well thanks for telling me (laughs) I appreciate you pulling me aside and putting it on me but I'll take care of everybody else don't you worry and then I rock I relentlessly dragged it out (laughs) you don't seem happy you don't seem good what is going on is our dad dying That's pretty much how it played out. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I've been tested to see the spectrum. He died. <laughs> he died. Dying. So, anywho, yeah. moving on. Hey, it's the holiday season. What's your most hated Christmas song? Holiday song. My, I'll tell you mine. Okay, please. Mine is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. And it's by any singer. Any singer that does it, I hate it. Even though our friend Doug Even today. though our friend Doug said Casey Musgraves makes it not bad. I don't agree with him on that because that's a terrible song. Go. Um, I don't know the name of it, so listen to a little bar. Well, it's it, I couldn't even. It doesn't even have a normal melody. It's like I went into the dollar store and I was wearing the sweater, the Christmas shoes, the Christmas shoes. That, oh, that's I your least favorite. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a terrible one. That, yes. I'm like it goes on for ten yeah. days. It's the they made a of movie about it. They made a movie about a song. I didn't know if it was sweaters, shoes, what it was, but yeah. when it starts, I'm like, no, not this, mm-hmm. not this. It's a, it's too mm-hmm. long. I would rather hear Dan Fogelberg's "Old Lang Syne" that they play as a Christmas song, even though it's not. Yeah, than that song. Yeah, I mean, I either would, of those songs really. The hippopotamus but the hippo- I one. hate the hippopotamus. One that some people hate and I don't hate is Dominic the Donkey. Aw, I don't hate it, but I feel like it makes Italians look like dummies. Does it? Does it? I don't know. It's cute. I I mean, Hong Kong, Hong Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that Ching bad. Ching. <laughs> I don't think it's that bad. Do did that make me look like a stupid Italian? Hey. They canceled Stanley Tucci's show about eating across eating through Italy. He only got two seasons. Which is why yes, go this on. is why you what? are gonna take that opportunity Kay. to get Columbus Day, switch to Stanley Sounds Tucci Day. Oh good thinking. I have to tell you this. I did a show at Brillo Box this past Tuesday and I was offhandedly saying how mom like would put um, pride flags in it pride which was huge in the 90s mm-hmm. and early in 2000s in township and I was like but you know we also every year for uh, Columbus Day we put Italian flags in and everyone's like please tell me you're kidding are you kidding like people got so mad at me for that oh I'm like God. guys it was the 90s and they're like right. you didn't know the story of and I'm like oh please I'm like you give us nothing we get nothing in this country and we've done everything for you mm-hmm. I am mm-hmm. really getting fed up and now mm-hmm. there was a show and they did my bit about Italian <gasps> and cancel culture and they Point blank, like used a line from my stand-up. And I'm like, what? I have to stop putting stuff on TikTok. I'm not kidding. I just saw it last week. I'm like, that's my line. Oh my, I know. That's that not good. Not cool. That's not cool at all. But maybe us Italians are finally going to stand up for ourselves because I'm sick of this shit. Oh, it was about J Lo. It was specifically J Lo and the wedding singer. I'm like, that is J Lo and the wedding planner. Wedding oh, planner, yeah, yeah, right? 
Oh, yeah, they always give Italian roles to non-Italian people. Like, give me a break. I mean, don't get me wrong. Loved James Caan as Sonny Corleone. But, I but, mean, you know, did Italians get all up in arms? No. Because they have... No. No, we like, didn't. Hey, he's great. We love Sonny. Yeah. So, yeah, I hear you. People got to chill but out. But I don't know where this conversation oh, started. Oh, Stanley Tucci. Italians right. deserve something. So give us Stanley Tucci. So if you're going to take Columbus away, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give us something. That's all I'm demanding. No, we're not saying he didn't do terrible things. Oh, yeah. We know Columbus did terrible, we terrible things. We just want something. Give us Joe DiMaggio Day. Right. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you owe Italian-Americans because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we have con- we contributed too much to this country. Amen. So, whoa, where did that come from? I know. It's really passionate. Guys, I'm sorry, but it really does break my heart. You wouldn't have a good meal if it weren't for it's us. true. It's true. I'm so offended on TikTok when they're like, it, it'll be like a black person and they'll be like white people name one good food you actually can make and i want to be like i need you to clarify something are italian people considered white right because we are the best cooks mm-hmm. so like i don't know what to say like everything mm-hmm. everything we mm-hmm. make is flavorful yeah so we either have to decide Even we're like not white or we're not italian food is yeah. really good oh it's so poor so people italian food is some of the best really to me like that's all you need like lydia mm-hmm. i think that is how she achieved her career Rustic. is like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need a lot, a little garlic, a mm-hmm. little basil, a mm-hmm. little, mm-hmm. little shallot. Mm-hmm. Guys, yeah. you can build flavor with just a few mirepoix. I'm done. Yeah. No, I feel you. I, I just, feel you on this If one. you're a paisano and you feel that our country is not really loving us these days. Yeah. They're not loving the Italians. I know. Huh? Not feeling Italian love. I know. It's a bummer. And like that Sebastian Manicuso is like this oh, huge yeah. Italian I love him because I love Italians yeah. but I was thinking like you, you never see like female Italian comedians making it big mm-hmm. you know why because I'm in the kitchen cooking that's right practicing your meatballs let me get out of the kitchen I'm practicing the- your meatballs maybe I could be funny too Sebastian maybe and I cook how, how about that how about that <laughs> two giddy hens we oh brought, my god we brought the paisano back at the end baby I guess that's a good way to wrap this up yeah yeah alright I could use wine but I don't have any Oh, well, next time we'll bring some. I got other stuff. Well, I think our plan is to do this every Saturday after we go to the gym at 7.30 yeah. a.m., which means we probably won't be drinking wine at 9 a.m. No, we'll probably either go to the Starbucks drive through or I'll just make us coffee. Right. But we are going to be more consistent. Yeah. We promise you guys. It's going to be our, because we want to have a Saturday standing date at the mm-hmm. gym and then mm-hmm. come here. It'll be good for us. Yep. It's going to be good, guys. We're back. Two guinea hens back. I don't know what season it is. Season. I don't know what episode it is. It doesn't matter. We're going to call this the season of love. That, okay. That works. <laughs> that way it doesn't have to have a number. Okay. Perfect. Or the season of gloves. Or we'll come up with something. We're going to come up with, guys, you write to us where you want the time. They never write to us. So I don't know why I even I say mean, that. They all just text us because they're all people we know. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, Merry Christmas, Jill. Mm-hmm. I hope you fall asleep with jalapeno chips in Aww. one hand, listening to us in your ear. Yeah. Okay. We love you. We love you all. Thank you for listening and sticking with us, even when we were MIA. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Buon Natal. Oh, right. Because Saturday is Christmas Eve. I don't know if we'll podcast then. This oh, right. Yeah. Unless we could do one this week and just save it. Right. I don't know. We'll talk about this off mic. Right. But regardless, we're going to wish you a Merry Christmas yes. today. Correct. Correct. Merry Christmas. Ciao. Ciao. Is it a bird? Is it a bird?